Welcome to the Word Podcast. The Lord God has given us His Word. Let us learn it. Let us live it. Let us rejoice in it. Spread the Word. Blessings, everybody. This is Dale. Thank you so much for joining with me today on the Word Podcast. So how's it going in relationship to fear? (laughs) We continue to be in the middle of the coronavirus incident in 2020. As a matter of fact, today is uh, April the 12th, Easter Sunday. Uh, If you want to do something interesting sometime, go check out just what that whole Easter thing is, okay? It was actually Passover. And one time, I believe in the King James Bible, it was translated as Easter rather than Passover. And it should have been Passover. And when you see what Easter is, um, it really will draw some things into question. But it's a day of... uh, Resurrection. It's a day of new life. It's a day when uh, death is defeated, and we rejoice in all that. But have you ever considered how the disciples reacted and what they saw and what occurred to them on that morning when they found out that the tomb was empty? They acted and reacted, I dare say, in the same way that we would, okay, or that we would react in the same way they did. I just want to give you an example of it today. We're going to go to Luke, uh, the 24th chapter, beginning with verse 36. And it says this, when they were telling these things, and the they is the uh, the two disciples that were on their way back to Emmaus when they had an encounter with somebody, what turns out to be the Lord Jesus Christ. And if you don't know that account, go to Luke 24 and you can uh, read it. It's just an amazing account what all happened, that the Lord revealed himself to them. They immediately turned around and went back to Jerusalem to share these things with disciples, and that's what's being spoken of. While they were telling these things, verse 36 He himself stood in their midst and said to them, peace be to you. So they are in, the disciples are in a locked room. They're hiding behind doors because they're scared. Jesus had just been killed four days before, three days and three nights. And they thought that they might be next because of what the religious rulers uh, were doing. And it was not an unfounded fear, okay? It was probably a wise thing to do because they weren't sure, you know, certain at all what was going to happen. So they're behind locked doors, and all of a sudden, Jesus appears to them. You know, he just, sometimes we'll say, well, he just walked to the wall. He didn't even do that. He just appeared in the middle of the room. Well, what was their, their response? Verse 37, but they were startled. And frightened and thought they were seeing a spirit. Well, you reckon if you were just sitting in the room and all of a sudden somebody just appeared to you, you know, what would be your reaction? Well, it would be startlement. It would be fear, frightened. Listen to what Jesus says, verse 38, Luke 24. And he said to them, why are you troubled? And why do doubts arise in your heart? Well, what were they troubled about? And they were troubled because Jesus had been killed to start with. Now they were troubled because the women had come back and reported to them that the tomb was empty, that his body wasn't there. And they actually <clears throat> were thinking, well, somebody stole the body or something. <clears throat> well, no, the women had told them that they had had an encounter with him, that they had seen Jesus. And when you read all the Gospels together, you get this thing. Yes, a couple of disciples get up. They take off Peter and John, take off running. They go to the tomb. They find it empty, like the ladies said, but they didn't see Jesus. But the ladies said that they had seen Jesus. And they were wondering about these women. They didn't know what was happening. And it says, why do doubts arise in your heart? What doubt would they have been having? Well, Peter had declared that Jesus was the Christ, the son of the living God, and now he's dead and gone. 
would not doubts come into your mind related to that? Well, sure it would. He's thinking, were we wrong about all this? You know, Jesus had told them many things. He had told them several times that he was going, he had to go to Jerusalem, that he was going to be killed. And on the third day, as the phraseology was, he would arise again. You know, did they not remember this? Was it so traumatic that they didn't know what was occurring and what was going on? I think all of this is likely true. So they were troubled and they were doubting. And Jesus says, why are you troubled? And why do doubts arise in your heart? And then you see all of a sudden Jesus appearing to them and he says, peace to you. Well, why peace? Because they were startled, they were frightened, they were terrified. And he says, why are these things happening within your heart? And then he tells them to do something, which I think gives us a little insight into it. Verse 39, see my hands and my feet, that it is I myself. Touch me and see, for a spirit does not have flesh and bones as you see that I have. And so they were thinking as a spirit, he knew what they were thinking. So he's, he's inviting them to do what? To see. He's inviting them to touch him. See his hands where he had, had the nails driven through. See his feet in the same way. Touch me. A spirit doesn't have flesh. Jesus had flesh, resurrected flesh. And when he has said this, he showed them his hands and his feet. You know, what would have been the status of his hands and his feet? And that's always an interesting thing. You know, when when the Lord has a glorified body, when he was brought forth to life, why leave the evidence in his body of what he'd been through? That's for another time, perhaps. Verse 40. And when he had said this, he showed them his hands and his feet. While they still could not believe it, because of their joy and amazement, he said to them, have you anything here to eat? And they gave him a piece of broiled fish, and he took it and ate it before them. Now, this is on the day of his resurrection later on. In the day, he's sitting there eating some fish with them, and he's proven that his body is real, which gives some really interesting insight into a, what the state of our bodies may be for all eternity. Jesus could eat. And he did eat, and he ate before them. But I love verse 41. While they still could not believe it because of their joy and amazement. We use that phraseology. We'll say, I just couldn't believe that. Even though we did believe it, even though we did see it, what we're saying is, it is so amazing that I'm being dumbfounded by it. And I'm just shocked, and I'm in awe, and I'm in surprise. But I love how this is phrased. While they still could not believe it because of their joy and amazement. They went from startlement and fright into joy and amazement. And the same thing can happen to us, folks. Uh, We live in times when people are frightened about things, they're startled about things, they're worried about things, they're afraid of things, they're fearful of things. Such should not be in the life of the true believer. We should be joyful. We should be amazed because of the very life that we have dwelling within us. When you repent and confess and call upon the name of the Lord, you shall be saved. And the Most High God, Father, Son, and Spirit comes and dwells within us and lives within us. And we have joy that is nothing short of amazing. Yes, they're sitting here being totally changed because they thought he was dead. They thought he was gone. Now he's standing in the room with them eating some fish. They can reach out if they want to to touch. They can see. That's my word for us. We need to touch him, folks. We need to see. We need to move within that power. 
and realize that uh, death has been defeated. And the life that we have is the life that the world needs. Again, I'm Dale. Thank you so much for your time. Luke 24, go read it and see what the Lord speaks to you. I'll see you next episode. Goodbye.